Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I am back. I know it's been a long time coming. I know you haven't heard my voice in what seems like ages, but I'm back. All right, welcome to the sixth episode. I think this is right. I think six is right. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Undisputed Hater Podcast. I'm your host. You know me as Mental Initial T. You know me as Coach, whatever you want to call me. I don't care, but I'm back. Um, Tonight, I got a special guest in the building. All right, I got my guy from the Black Announce Table. All right, Black Announce Table, my guy Sky High Eat. How we doing, dog? What's going on, big bro? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling wonderful. I'm over here, you know, watching my uh, watching my my Wednesday Night Wars, man. Same here. You said I got the right show on the TV. You you got to have the only right show on TV. I know it. I I know. I know you watching a certain bald head dude with a beard talking right now. Yeah, nah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> with another young man, Austin Theory, the future of the business in the ring. You know what I'm saying? Oh, most definitely, most definitely, most definitely. How we doing, fam? How what's been going on, man? What's been going on? How we living? Man, everything is kosher. Man. I can't. I can't. Complain about nothing. The show is doing well. Um, I'm doing pretty good. You know what I'm saying? This year has been, so far, it's been, you know, top notch. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited to be on the show. I'm excited for the year. I'm excited for everything. So All excitement all the time, man. I see you guys just, what episode y'all was on? 117 the other day, man? I, 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 I be losing count. I got to ask every week, bro. I think, it's, <laughs> I think we on 117 right now. Tomorrow we'll be 117, bro. You be wrong, man. I'll put on the gas right now. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear, man. So let me ask you, man. Let me ask you. Coming off of uh, off Sunday, we had a takeover Portland. I know you watched. I know you tapped in. What we think about it? Cool. Uh, it was a fun show. I, I enjoyed it. You feel me? Um, I wasn't expecting it to start off so wild with uh, Keith Lee and, and uh, Dajakovic wilding out. Um, but then, like, them niggas kicked off the show right, you feel me? Yeah. My nigga Austin Theory is getting his ass He's getting right smoked right now if you're not watching NXT, folks. Austin Theory is getting his ass beat. God damn. Yo, I was trying to tell the story. I'm keep looking up in this thing. <laughs> nah, why? Why is Tommaso just doing this right now? He is dragging this man. This is this is, this is crazy, yo. Nah, this is this is wild. This is very wild. But nah, the show the show is was fire, man. I can't complain. Um, the first match with Keith Lee was fire. That was one of my favorite matches I've seen in quite some time. Keith Lee and, and, and Dijak had some really good chemistry, and they are two folks that really shouldn't be doing the moves that they do. Bro, I, Dominic, he did like a springboard out the ring. The the corkscrew moves all killed me though. Bro, he's six foot. How old is he? Six foot seven? Six six, yeah, I think he's six seven. <laughs> doing corkscrew moves all, and it was clean. Professional ball. He's out here doing the corkscrews and, and springboards. Like, my boy's out here wilding, bro. Yeah, I, um, I don't, I, that athleticism they got is just is too real. And that's something you would never see, you know, back in the day. But seeing it now, it's like, damn. Like, you really got to be on that level to even to even step up there now. That's a fact. Uh, what else happened on that show? It was Finn. I, I was – the Finn match was cool. I don't want to say I'm not much of a fan of – um. Of Gargano because I like him. I just I don't like him as much as everybody else does. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's not on no haters. I just like I don't know, man. Like his matches are dope. I just think they're a little too long sometimes. Oh, yes. You know and, yes. And it's uh it's a lot of it's a lot of kick out. You feel me? It's a lot of false finishes. A little too many false finishes for me. Right. Um, and I can say the same thing for the for the last match also. All right, so here's the here's the thing with those two matches right there, and that's what I was trying to explain to people the other day. Like Gargano matches are fire 
for the most part. But the thing about them is you don't even need to tune into them bitches until the last 10 minutes. They go, they normally go 20, 25, 30 minutes. You don't need to tune into the last 10 minutes. And the same thing with the uh with the NXT title matches these days. These matches are going too long and there's too many kickouts. Like I don't want to see niggas kick out all day. I don't. Like it's take it's taking away. I'm starting to get on that boat. As much as I love Adam Cole, you feel me? Like, that's my man, honey, man, but it's just starting to get a little too excessive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's- I also didn't like that, that wheelbarrow, like, suplex spot with Tommaso with his neck on the, on the table. Yo, that, was- that shit was crazy. I had to turn my head, you feel me? Because Tommaso ain't that man doing that. Right. You know my man, my man neck might have came off. It would have been bad. His head is going down the goddamn table, yo. It would have been all bad. It would have been definitely all bad. <laughs> I mean, the show itself wasn't that bad. I kind of, um, I think I, I was really tuned into the 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 Lee and uh, Dijak match. I was really tuned into the the Bianca and Rhea match. Um, What'd you think of that? It was really good. It was really good. the The finish was very underwhelming. Not because it wasn't what I expected, but it was, it just, it was so sudden. Like it really came out of nowhere. It was like, it, it ended at a spot where you, where you would expect it like a, a, a kick out or a roll out of the ring or something like that. And the fact that it ended so suddenly, I was just like, whoa, hold up. What we got going on here? And I mean, I understand they trying to get to the, you know they're trying to get to the Rhea and Charlotte program, but at the same time they they now in a spot where Bianca's so fire and she's so hot. Where what Charlotte did at the end of the match with her, um, you know, attacking Rhea and Bianca, it leaves the door open for Bianca to 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 you know get her mat get her uh get her title shot of Mania too. Hundred percent. I think I I definitely think that's where they're going with that. And if that's not where they're going, that's definitely where they should go. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Just to be off the culture high right now. Um, how do you think? I think, honestly, if that's if the triple threat is going to happen, I think it's going to end with Rhea retaining. Just because Rhea's still, I think she's still, I don't want to say hot. Because, you know, she still is hot. But mm-hmm. I think right now, I don't want to say it's, it's too soon. But I think it's time for Bianca to come up. You know what I'm saying? Be on Raw. And I think we need fresh faces on Raw. You know what I'm saying? She can run that. Run the women's division up there. You bring Charlotte down. You have Rhea still. I think it's a fair trade. The thing thing with her, and this is where I was, um, I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago on Twitter, where I I laid out, um, you know, the women's title matches after the Rumble. And I was like, all right, so we're going to have Charlotte versus Rhea. Cool. Book that. Whatever. We're going to have Becky versus Shayna, right? And everybody was wondering, you know, what could we do with uh, with SmackDown? And I was like, why not throw Bianca over there? Because at the moment, all you really got now is Bailey. I mean, Naomi came back. Cool. Love that. And I think that I think that's the, the direction they're going to go in is uh, Naomi and Bailey. But with Sasha being out, and everybody knows my feelings on her, with Sasha being out, that leaves the door open for another woman to step up, and I think Bianca could fill that role perfectly. Bianca do that perfectly. You could throw Bianca in the match with Bailey right now, and it's fire. You could have you could have her uh have her win that match, and she could run the division. I see it, I but see it's it. it's just you know whether they want to do that or not. I think that Bianca she gonna be fine wherever she goes because she's that good. Yeah, no, nah, she's a star. She is that she's good. And she's still new. She's still learning. You know what I'm saying? Right. I she's only gotten better. The up, up, down, down with Xavier Woods. She, I think she was like, she said she's like three years into this. And I'm like, for her to, to pick it up so fast mm-hmm. and, and be a natural at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you she's natural. Right natural. I remember when I first seen her in 2017. I don't even remember what match it was. I don't remember you know what she was doing, but I was like, yo, it might have been the May Young Classic, I wanna say. 
but you could just tell right then and there. I was like, yo, she is a star. And it's not like, it wasn't like you're a star as in, oh, I'm just a fan. I'm, I'm going to support you. But no, you are a legitimate star. You have yes, it. You have it. And a lot of people don't have that. And she's one of those characters or, or you know, has one of those personalities where you can play both sides of the fence. You know, and that's what I think makes a really great superstar, a really great personality is those people who can play both sides of the fence. You can play the bad guy and you can play the good guy. You know what I'm saying? And I think she does that well. And she has the in-ring capability. Like, she's a wonderful athlete. Bro, I remember, um, I think it was it was a few weeks ago. We, we got a question. We do a listening segment on the show. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked, how long do you think Bianca can last with Tessa Blanchard? And I was like, I, go I, was, I think boots you should ask that question the other way. I was like, I think <laughs> you should ask how long can, can Tessa last with Bianca? Because surely, I, I don't think Beyonce, Bianca has a limit to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. She, I think she's built this shit for real. She, de- she definitely has it. And I think people need to wake up and smell the roses on that one. Like, I don't, I don't know why people, you know, some people don't see it. Some people still have their, you know, the questions. I'm just like, yo, what are y'all watching? On Bianca. On Bianca. I'm, I'm still, I'm still seeing a few people who's just like, nah. And I'm like, yo, what are, what are, what are, are we watching the same thing? That's what I'm saying. Are we watching the same thing? That's, that's them AEW lovers, man. They don't know talent when they see it. Hey, the niggas, they, I don't know. I ain't gonna show that with this vision, but. This nigga's got a got a, a airing of the fucking championship belt. Man, here's the thing. Out the gate before they started, and I don't like you know jump shit, jump uh jump topics like this. But out the gate, they was like they were shitting on the twenty four seven title, calling it ugly. They was talking about we not you know nothing's gonna be the same. We gonna have pretty titles, this that and the third. Yeah, yeah. Right. And y'all come out with this for the women, you know what I'm saying? This tiny guy's Barbie doll playset belt. Yo, my man, uh, my man Rob, shout out Ugly New York. Um, he he shout tweeted, he tweeted, uh, I think it was like last week or something like that. He said that shit like one of the uh one of the penny press belts, yo. You know the uh <laughs> the shit the shit you get from the carnival, yo. Them little penny press, yo. <laughs> die, yo. <laughs> I died. Ass, bro. That Come belt on, is so man. terrible. That belt is Niggas got Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega is supposed to be one of the greatest wrestlers in the world, bro. And I could care less. I about never him. got into the Kenny Omega uh, uh, hype, yo. I never got into it. Really? I wouldn't, yo. I, first of all, I wasn't waking up at no three o'clock in the morning to watch no seventy-minute match. That's first and foremost. That's first and foremost. I, I wasn't waking up. I got, I got the daily motion on the link later that day. You feel me? You definitely got to run it back afterwards. But I, I too, am not waking up at 4 a.m. to watch niggas wrestle. I don't care how much I love this shit. I love sleep even more. You feel me? Definitely, definitely love sleep too much. And it's like, my thing is, it's like, you could be a great wrestler, but it's like, for me, I don't, like, I need more than that. More than flips and yeah like I, I need i need character work he wasn't a good character he was fucking dean malenko who could do a backflip g and for me that that just wasn't it i couldn't i can't i can't get busy with somebody who you know they put on all these classes and stuff yeah but you're not entertaining me for real and then here you go you, you go to AEW and you're doing the same thing i, I fuck with kenny but it was just i don't know man it was just mad shit like I feel like they was popping too much shit, and they came out the gate, and they they under delivered. You know what I'm saying? They they uh, set themselves up, and I I was trying to tell people that they set themselves up, yo. Even with um with Cody, like I said this, I think like last last week, I was like, yo, why? I feel like Cody has to overdo it just to get a match over. You know what I'm saying? Like he did the he let Sean Spears crack him in the head with a with a chair. You feel me? You bust mm-hmm. your head open with Jericho. Now you letting MJF give you, you know, straps to the back. I'm like, bro, I feel like every time it's, it's some, some bullshit, you gotta you gotta overdo it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like right. 
I agree, man. Like he has no choice but to overcompensate because he understands that you know the talent level in that company it ain't there. It ain't there. And no matter how much you wanna, you know, you wanna tweet and you wanna put out these these false numbers and these false narratives, like you know, you know it ain't it. You know you still got a lot of work to do. And you talking about um I seen something today where he's talking about um eventually I like to get dynamite off Wednesdays. I feel confident going to Mondays. Nigga, please uh, stop it. Stop the cap, man. Stop the cap. <laughs> like stop it. Come on. Like this, man. Look, come on. Nobody's watching. Nobody's watching that shit because think about it. Raw already. Raw takes it over. You know when it's not football season. When it's football season, you got Monday Night Football. Then you got Raw, and you think somebody's gonna pick Dynamite over Raw and Monday Night Football, (laughs) bro? He he's lost his mind, and it's like I don't I don't necessarily want AEW to fail, right? I don't want people to fail because I, I that's that's what I you know I don't I don't I don't rock like that. I do hate I hate on people. <laughs> I will hate on you, but I don't want you to fail. My thing is they they don't know they still don't know what they're doing. Yeah, now they they haven't seen the and they, I. This they are still new, so I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But I don't know, man. I feel like they, I guess in time it'll come. It's just like I need some direction. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they don't. They don't have like, any because. Go ahead. No, nah, I was gonna say like, like they had the whole um the whole record shit. Mm-hmm. Like at the top of the year, they reset it, talking about yeah, it's a new season. I'm like, dog, like y'all been. It's been two months. What are you talking about a new season? Right. Like it's just shit like that. They just don't. They do shit and then they. It just don't make sense to me. And then niggas like they come up with excuses for it. I'm like, don't stop. Like you see, like do you want to see what's going on here? Like come on, man. Like don't make excuses for this. They put themselves in the corner so much, and you know, going off that is like my biggest question with them right now, right? So you got Nyla Rose as your women's champion. Shout out to her. Shout out to her being the first transgender female to do that. But with that, you gotta be you gotta be realistic, right? How are you now gonna book that division? Like, is she gonna run through the division? Because I don't see you building a credible threat to beat her now. Britt Baker ain't doing it. I guess Amazing Khan, Awesome Khan is the the most credible person to do so. And what's what's even more wild is the fact that she wasn't the inaugural champion because you coming off you know, making Rio your champion, you you know, who's mm-hmm. 50 pounds soaking wet with a box of rocks in her pocket. And she's out here getting wins over Nala Rose. So now you've done all this. You've let Rio run and, you know, she hasn't defended the bell, hasn't been on the show. So now that Nala finally wins, it's like, dang, she finally, you know, she finally won. Cool. But it's like, now how do you present her? Do you present her as somebody who isn't going to be, you know, as dominant? Are you going to somehow find a way to make her be that dominant? Like, it's like, what's the what's the plan here? And I that goes for a lot of their division. It's just like, what is your plan with these divisions? What's your plan with the tag division? What's your plan with, you know, the heavyweight division? Like, where, where is your direction at with this? That is my issue with them. They don't have direction. They can still have a mid-card division. Still don't. Nigga, yo, they, yo, they made these niggas gave MJF a diamond ring. Like that's your mid card belt, my nigga. A, a ring. For they gave him. Like, they gave him the Saudi Arabia belt for a ring. Yo. That shit pissed me. Nigga said it's a forty thousand dollar ring. I'm like, no, that that's cap, nigga. That, that shit is not forty bands. I know forty bands when I see that shit. Don't got enough diamonds to be forty bands. You're a liar. I just, I don't know what they what they doing with their life over there. I don't. And I know what's crazy is if I go turn this shit on right now, it's going to be something on there that's going to piss me off. 
Man, I can tell you right now. Hold on, let me see. I'm about to matter of fact, let's 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 do this live. Let's do this live. Let me let me tap into it right now. Let me tap into it right now. See what the hell we got. We got, Jericho, we got and, uh, Oh no, nah, you Am I that no, nah, you tripping? You tripping. Unless I'm behind. I see uh John Moxley fighting uh who is this? Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb, yeah. Jeff Cobb, we got we got mid Moxley. But uh, Jericho's on uh, court side. Yo, yeah, I court see him. I see him. I see him. Oh, I and see. that's the other thing. Can we talk about how they be jacking uh, the WWE's T-shirts? Oh, you see <laughs> like, it. You see it. Bro. You see it. That Sammy shirt is trash. They're going to they gonna try to jack it off my dog uh, Monday Night Messiah. First of all, that's a fire-ass nickname. Big fire. And the T-shirt is fire. The T-shirt fire. That's a fire nickname. My, my son Seth got the drip back. Like, that's very yeah, fire. But um, I don't want to say making a mockery, but how you gonna jack my son's swag, man? Come on, because they don't have no opportunity. It's not. They did it with um. What's the other shit they did it with? Uh, I know Jr. did it with uh, one of his shirts. He he copied Seth's shirt. Yeah. Um. I mean, it was a Bailey shirt, niggas copied also. Yeah, the uh, the, um, the role model shit. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. That's the one. I'm like, yo, you niggas are unoriginal. This is wild. This is really wild, sad, man. Yo, <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> hey, yo, all right. So you gonna tell me that Moxley went and all shit like that and then gets smoked immediately? Yo, we gotta have a conversation about this. I don't understand. Mans did all this, all this extra shit about doing hokey shit when, when he was in the Fed and he didn't want to do that no more. And he come over here and he's the same person with an eye patch and can cuss. That's it. And cargo pants. Like, but he's, he's happy over here. That's what the people gonna say. Yo, he's happy. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't understand it. How can you be happy in the company that got uh you know gold dust out here still getting main event burn? <laughs> like Maz is mad, Maz is mad that Goldberg is getting a match with the Fiend right now, but it's okay for you know uh Dustin Rose to be in a main event feud. I see Dustin Rose do a Canadian destroyer out there, bro. Bro, I lost my mind, dog. I, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to see that more no more. Please stop doing a Canadian Destroyer. To all wrestlers, this is a PSA. Please stop doing a fucking Canadian Destroyer. I'm sick of it. Everybody yeah. should be able to do it. One person did it, not everybody wants to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Look at this clown-ass Darby Allen dude. <laughs> Yo, so you know what's funny? I seen him uh, I seen him on the episode of um, Sex Sent Me to the ER. And I cried laughing. Yeah, he said, uh, he said he first of all, he said he lied about the shit, but he was on the shit talking about um something about he he did something with his girl and there was some bees involved and some other shit. But he did all this, was on TLC just to get a couple bucks. And I'm like, yo, this nigga's a cornball. Look at the the skateboard with the skateboard that has the worst finishing move of all time. This nigga's finisher is a coffin death drop. These niggas need a counselor or something, man. The shit y'all doing for this company ain't worth it, bro. This nigga put his spine on the line. <laughs> like, for this, like, nah, nah, bro. I don't understand it, yo. I don't understand it. It's really wild to me. They got a dude in the skateboard out here getting burned, and this is supposed to be fire. This is fire to me. I don't see it. I legit don't see it. I don't see it. Let me turn this off. I can't. I can't do this. Let's go back to the real. Let's yeah, go back to the real. Let's well, I was gonna say I haven't seen much change in Dean since he came here either. Like, man, just changed his name. He did a couple more hardcore matches. He did it. Yo, first of all, that match he did. Um, but uh, what was that Omega? What was that? Say, say that one more time. I said he did. He did the uh, the little death match shit with Omega, right? Where he went through the barbed wire. Worst spot I've seen in the last five years. He did that shit with Omega. He did that shit with um, Canella. He's had a, yeah, a few uh, hardcore joints since he uh, came over here. He like he's not doing anything different, and I don't I don't understand why people stand for him. 
Like it just it makes no sense to me. But you know, whatever. Whatever floats they boat. That's them people that don't watch their ass, man. AEW lovers. If they, I'm saying if y'all niggas hear this, y'all coming to the, the Pod Nation merch next year in LA. Wash your ass, please. You feel me? No, 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 no. It's it's not even we're not even doing that. If you don't if you are known to not have washed your ass, you are known to be funky, you're not even getting in the door, you're not getting the invite. <laughs> Alright, you're not getting not getting the invite. Man. My man had this idea that all the black wrestling podcasters, all the black podcasters, we're gonna get together, we're gonna have a brunch in LA next year for WrestleMania Hollywood. All right. Hello. First of all, that's a fire idea. I, I just want to commend you on that. That's a fire idea, and I think that we of the Twitter conglomerate, uh, we as podcasters are gonna make that happen. We nah, it has to, bro. We have to manifest it. Um, cause I was saying like when when I tweeted it, I was I was I was kind of joking around. But mm-hmm. I didn't expect it to get that much traction, and uh, a lot of people was on board, man. Like, so I think next year L.A. It's, it's, that's the place is perfect. You know what I'm yeah, that's, so, per- that's the perfect place. You might, uh, everybody just link up, just fans on one another. You feel me? You might network. Just, you know, have fun, drink, you know what I'm saying? Just, yeah, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's definitely something that needs to happen. I think that, um, and I, and I say this uh, for myself all the time, like Twitter is one of them places where, um, you know, I've, I've, I've grown up with, I've grown up on, and so, as, as I'm getting into this, this podcasting thing, I'm seeing a lot of people who look like me doing it, who who are better than me, who I can learn from, you know, who I can talk to about this stuff. And it's good for us to have, like you said, it's good for us to have that space to be able to network, to be able to talk about it, you know, just have fun because, you know, especially in, in wrestling media, we not here. Like we're not widely, we're not widely accepted as, as a voice, you know, within this business. So I think that, you know, having something like that, you know, it'll be good for everybody involved. 100%, man. I, and, I, like, I want niggas to dress up, you know, feel me, wear your baby blue suit, all that. Niggas wearing a Scooby-Doo. Get some, get some champagne flowing. It's going to be, you feel me? <laughs> be a vibe, man. Oh, man. I'm definitely coming out with the, uh, the pink salmon blazer like my man Mark Henry. Oh, the the retired the fake retirement. Yes, sir, definitely coming through with the pink salmon. If that shit is the seven XL, nah, it should, nah. It gotta be extra, extra, extra large. I'm, nah, I might pull up in the Teddy Long uh, collection finest, dog. Might pull up in the Teddy Long finest, dog, with all the fabrics. The charcoal gray suit. The charcoal gray suit. My nigga Teddy Long kept the charcoal gray on deck. That was his, that was his vibe, dog. That was his vibe. You know, when nigga challenge him. Guess what you doing? You going one on one with the Undertaker? That's one on one. That's your ass, nigga. Between that and them tag match, I love a tag match. That nigga Teddy, yo, shout to Teddy Long, man. You need to fight the Undertaker. You in a forty man tag match? <laughs> and we love. We ate it up. Like, yo, this shit is great. Yo, fire, dog. Best SmackDown GM of all time, yo. Best time. I'm, 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 I'm glad that came up. You know, Black History Month. We want to make sure we celebrate our uh, black people. Teddy Long, one of the greatest to ever do it. I'm, you know, yo, yo, yo. You know who I'm happy came back? MVP. Oh, MVP. Yo, Duh. yo. MVP <laughs> has a. When I was growing up, MVP was one of my favorite superstars, and I always felt like. He may not have had the the, the in ring ability, you know, as as some of the you know some of his other counterparts. To be a main event star, but he had personality and mic skills to be a main event star, and he never got it, and that always had me hot. Always. Oh, even when was it? Was it last week when he was uh, with Drew? Mm-hmm. My boy's on that mic talking. He was doing his thing. You feel me? Like it does. He still got it. Still got it. And it's like, like the shots to MVP, man. I saw him at Wally Mania last year. My boy was going off, off Sarah. 
Faded. Three oh five chain on deck. <laughs> I got a picture with him too. That nigga is great. It's always five meeting wrestlers in real life. It's always five because you really. That's a fact. I met Xavier was it was back. I don't. You wasn't out here for uh, for radio in uh in New York. Right? I, I missed that. I'm mad at that. Oh man, that Wally Mania was crazy. Oh, I know. I heard it was there. Man. Niggas met Leo Rush, Samoa Joe, uh, Xavier Woods. Dapped him up real quick. It was it was cool. I still can't believe me and Leo Rush went to the same high school. Like he What's was a, yeah, he was a freshman when I was uh when I was a senior. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy, and, and the reason, like, that's why I fuck with him at uh, Velveteen Dream. So our Velveteen Dream, he from the area too. He went to uh, Forestville High. So, that's around away from uh, from you. Yeah, that's like 10, 15, 20 minutes. It ain't that far from uh from where I was growing up and shit. But yeah, them them dudes. He's a wild boy. That's a, Did you see what he? My man been on Twitter wilding this whole wilding the whole week. Bro, nah, he's been wilding, bro. Like, it, it, the smoke gotta come to the ring with a gun. I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he definitely showing up with the burner. He's definitely showing up with the burner. If he don't, he pussy. I don't That's make the rules. I don't make the rules. Son of his tights. Dog. Your wife on his tights. Family on the tights. The family on the tights was talking spicy. If you don't pull up with the burner, Roddy Strong, you are pussy. I don't make the rules. I just enforce. Said your hashtag not a man. I was like, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know that's that's kind of crazy. It's like when you see these type of angles. It's like, do they have these conversations or they do they just be shooting? You would think that they have to have these type of conversations to be like, hey, is this cool? Is this not cool? But then. Yeah. When you really think about it, it makes you uh, it makes you realize that you know, out of, out of the ring, out out of the spotlight, you know, these dudes are you know they just they they, they trying to make a living and they doing what they need to do, so that that's that's, that's kind of fire, you know. You you got to respect it that they able to you know make it seem to you know make it seem real real enough to where it's like damn he he might he might really got to pull up on you like. Yeah, it's entertainment, bro. And now entertainment is more than just TV for, for a couple of hours. You know, what mm-hmm. you got Twitter, you got Instagram, so you kind of niggas got to utilize it all. You and you got to be good at it. in the name of entertainment. Like you got to be, you got to be good at it in your, own, in your own way. I think some of the best people that that um you know utilize social media first of all shout out to zach Ryder because if i'm not mistaken he's one of the ones that really started this whole wave of social media and getting yourself over that way with uh this YouTube shit. that's a big fact shout out to zach long island native yeah so it's like if you if you able to to utilize social media in that way it it it, it definitely can benefit you it definitely can benefit you Hundred percent. You see what it did for, for Matt Hardy. You know what I'm saying. Matt Hardy did the, the YouTube shit also. Oh yeah, most definitely. Brought back his career. You know what I'm saying. Revived his career. First of all, pull one out for my dog, Matt Hardy. He's oh, out of man. here. He's out of here, bro. You, that ain't chose the the old hill to die on, man. Like, that took t- t- really, literally took your in all five, man. Got you fired. Niggas came back. I think it's had a series of matches. I'm, I'm okay. It's been 15 years. I'm sure you've gotten over it, but now you want to die on this hill, nah, bro. Nah, he getting he getting flooded for Edge, and Edge nowhere to be seen, dog. That is Edge at home smoking weed, laughing at this nigga on TV (laughs) with his neck intact. Meanwhile, Matt Hardy out here getting shout out my man Randy Orton. Randy Randy had to remind niggas, man. Randy had to remind niggas that he be in his bag. That he one of the best to ever do this heel shit. Bro, did you see the picture of that little kid crying? Dog. <laughs> <laughs> that remind me of, uh, oh, man, what was that other one where the kid was really mad, yo? Oh, the little, the little white girl, yo. 
Oh, what? it was like, it was something with the Miz. Yeah, she was pissed, yo. Nothing funnier than when kids get upset at what wrestlers do, yo. So, I said it one thing, but my dog was real life crying. Like, <laughs> he was going, he was like, like, oh no, what do I do with my life? Like, over oh, Matt Hardy, though, yo. For real, like, <laughs> like think about what you're saying right here, Matt Hardy. Like, kid, you probably not even old enough to know who Matt Hardy really was in his heyday, but you over here crying over Matt Hardy. Like, it's not, right. it's not like we talking about, I don't know, John Cena or uh, shit, I don't know, AJ Styles. You know, the kids love AJ Styles, yeah. but it's like you crying over it's Matt Hardy. Awesome. That is not weird. even Jeff. If it was Jeff, it would like, oh shit. Even yeah, man, I, I really don't even care about Jeff Hardy no more. So we keep it in the buck. If we keep it in the buck, yeah, that nigga he he need to get himself together. That nigga don't got it no more, and I, I feel like I be saying this on and off on the show, but Jeff Hardy be doing shit that if niggas did it, we would either be under the jail or out of a job. Big fact. Jeff Hardy just be getting get chance at the chance at the chance at the chance, and I want y'all to understand, listeners. If you have um, if you have some afflictions, if you have some some problems, you have some things that you're going through, seek help and really take it seriously. Okay, seek help and That's really right. take it seriously. There's people out here who will help you. There's people out here who will look out for you. You know who will support you, but you have to do most of the work yourself. Uh, you can't expect people to do this shit for you. So if there's something you're going through, take it upon yourself. Go seek help. All right? Make sure you get that done. Jeff Hardy's a wild boy. Bro, did you see that on, I think it was a Chronicle on uh, on the network about the Hardy boys. But Jeff Hardy had mad. I was in the crib. Like, yeah, you know, I, I had to do 10 days in jail. I was like, what, nigga? I was like, 10 days? 10 days. Nigga, I could do 10 days in the jail, nigga, for what you did. I'm First off, I did what you did. I'm getting more than 10 days. <laughs> my, my nigga's getting 10 years. Let's, point, let's point that out. Like, you cry for 10 days? Nigga, get the fuck out of DUI, here. the DUI, the drug, at the drug. Yo. How shit. many Cadillacs that nigga Jeff Hardy crashed? Man. Count him up, man. Count him <laughs> up. He done hit him. It's out, bro. That insurance is definitely through the fucking roof. It don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. Hey, but since we talking about docs, though, since we talking about docs, since you brought that up, uh, you seen that ruthless aggression doc yet? It's I think it's two episodes out right now, maybe three. I haven't checked today. I see, yeah, I seen um the Cena one last night. I saw both of them uh, yesterday. I think it's a it's, so far it's a very good doc. I do think that they are presenting it in a very interesting way. Mm-hmm. A very interesting the, the, the Cena one, especially. I wasn't too much of a, I won't say too much of a fan. I didn't really care for the first one. Mm-hmm. The first one kind of was a little boring, but the Cena one, I was like, damn, like this nigga is really. If you don't acknowledge him as such, you probably should start to because that nigga is really the goat, man. That, like, he really is. You see, you see the amount of work he put in. That nigga, he he really put the business. First, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. in front of his life, like that. His life is the business. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And he did that consistently for 15 years, 16 years. Yeah. And my boy was just now getting a break. Like I thought about it yesterday when I was watching it. I was like, damn, son. Like as much as I do want to see Cena back in the ring, you know what I'm saying? Wrestling. I was like, break. He deserves it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he had this shit on his back, dog. What? I was like, bro. This man earned every day you feel me like you earned every every day off you earned that shit bro like it put a, it put a lot into perspective for me like watching it growing up first of all them early senior years outside of that that angle match them early senior matches i don't remember none of them Same. i don't remember none of them i remember that 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 angle shit and then next thing i know i remember he was the doctor of thunder and first of all that was a vibe time <laughs> My man always had the fresh throwbacks on deck. Always had the fresh fits. Like he was, he was fire. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, nah. His fitted jersey collection. I thought about that too. I was like, yo, if he still has it, how much is that collection going? I was for? thinking the same thing. Like, how much is all this stuff worth? Like, cause he, you got, he had literally one for every single city, yo. 
every single city he had a new outfit. A new and jersey. New and it was like real quiet. He had the, the Erlach jersey. My boy had all like my boy had all types and he had the fitted to match, which was also fly. The fitted was at least fitted was at least forty dollars. Then he had the Mitchell and Ness jerseys. Like those are for about man, them shits ain't cheap. So I know I know he was out there dropping bread. So I look, he was out there doing work. He was out there doing work. I like I really remember that stuff like it was yesterday though. Yeah, now the Doctor Thugonomics, that's that's special, man. Even when you hit the classic music, like damn, like that shit when they played, I was like, damn, bro, that shit brought me back. Man, what? I remember remember having to uh try to go find a chain so I could be in the uh the chain game. Chain game? Yeah. I ain't had a master lock. I just had the chain. He he won the belt from uh from JBL. He he introduced a spinner belt. That nigga Big Show was like it was thirty pounds of garbage, and I was like, (laughs) it may have been like it may have been thirty pounds of garbage, but at the time it was fire. Big fire. That also got me thinking. I was like, if it was thirty pounds of garbage, why they keep it for so long? They kept it for you. How you say it was garbage and you kept it for that long? Like that don't (laughs) that don't make sense. Triple H was out there wearing it. Edge out there did his revamp. But it's like Cena really he he really carried the company. Him. Him and Batista like really did the Lord's work. That's like, a fact. They really did the work. And um shout out my man JBL. You brought him up. One of the one of the underrated aspects of that time, and while I was watching the uh the scene of Doc, um it really made me think about it because when Vince McMahon was having that conversation with the superstars and he was like, uh, you know, who has that ruthless aggression? He was looking at JBL as he was saying it, right? But this was JBL when he was still Bradshaw. So when we go from, we go from looking at that to what JBL then became, it's like, yo, that's kind of crazy how he revamped himself. And that that get it is so under the radar. It's so under the radar how fire he was. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think of that. And how many fire matches he put out. You look at the Eddie Guerrero classics that he that he put out there. You look at his match with John Cena. You look at his matches with Undertaker. JBL had a run, dog. And uh, JBL, JBL, you definitely got to put respect on JBL's name. You got to. You got to. You can you can eliminate everything before you know he actually became JBL. But that run when he was um you know WWE champion, when he was on SmackDown, that run is is up there. That run is up there. And I, I think he said it in the doc. He was like how um how the thing between him and Cena worked so well is because he was the perfect adversary for Cena. Perfect. And now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yo, you you were the perfect adversary for a lot of niggas, man. Mm-hmm. Like, shit, like, yo, that, that was a per- <laughs> <laughs> relevant even today. You know today, I mean? if they ran that angle today, boy. Oh man, niggas getting kicked off TV. <laughs> that nigga, J- bro, JBL was at the border looking for me. At the border. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 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 that angle today would be insane, dog. That's really that's really wild, man. That is really wild how he was at the border and then we looking at shit today where you got Trump out here wilding out talking about he need to build a border for these Mexicans. And I'm like, yo, you niggas is wilding. Yeah, nah, JBL was at his time, man. Mm-mm-mm. Definitely got to put it. Oh, now I just remembered it. Um, It was a while. I think it was when... Uh, I think it was like last year when SmackDown had this like thousandth episode or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, niggas asked the question. It was like, 
food you throw in your uh, SmackDown Mount Rushmore. And I think I said, um, I think I threw, it was Undertaker, Batista, mm-hmm. Eddie, and um, I think I threw Edge in there. And now that we're talking about JBL, oh my God, JBL definitely, you could really swap out whoever and really put JBL, because yeah, right. JBL was really a staple on SmackDown. I'm telling you. For a minute. For, for a good minute. I want to say from about, I want to say from 04 to 07-ish. Like, he, he was up there. He had a nice little run, and it's it's crazy how forgotten about um, it is. And it's, I mean, it's justified. It's justified because you know you were in, you had to take a prime. Um, you know, you had your Batista prime, right? You had you had quite a few guys who who really were SmackDown was that show. <clears throat> you had your Rey Mysterio. You know, and it's like it's easy to forget about JBL, but when you look at a lot of these guys I named, they were mostly faces, and chances are they were going up against JBL. That's a fact. That's like, a big fact. He is really, he's really that guy that you know, when they needed somebody, he he was there. He held it. He held it down. Like he was the top heel on SmackDown for so long. Whereas you had, um, you know, you had a Triple H on Raw, you had a JBL on SmackDown. Yeah, it's just really crazy because nobody, nobody expected that. Nobody That's expected. That. I, I didn't really, I didn't even think about that as JBL being kind of uh, Triple H's like counterpart, like on the on the other brand. Like, yeah. That's crazy at that point. It's like you he one of them guys that, that you needed but was so was so underrated. But when you actually look back and you look through them runs, he was there. Yeah, he, was there. Was cooking. he was in his fucking bag. Um that shit. I, I'm actually I gotta run that, that Eddie shit back. Shit with him and Eddie man. Them shit, Eddie Maxes was crazy. Bro. Them Eddie Maxes was wild. That uh that cowbell match, or I think they had a cowbell match, and that uh one one was Judgment Day and one was Great American Bash. I think the one uh we got we got busted open real bad. I think that was Great American Bash. We smacked his ass with that chair. His head was just cushion. We smacked uh we We smacked Eddie with the chair. Yeah. That was crazy, man. That was insane times, yo. I was like, yo, why? How was he still doing this? How is he still moving, dog? Like even, you, knew- bro. Even to this day, because I remember Eddie's last match. It was against Mister Kennedy. But after the match, Kennedy had cracked this nigga with a chair. And to this day, I'm still like, yo, this nigga Mister Kennedy killed Eddie somewhere. That that chair shot was OD. I'm like, nah, that shit had to be it. That had to. That had to put that money out. I thought I thought Mr. Kennedy was gonna be one of them guys. Yo, I you, really thought he was. <laughs> you drank the Kool-Aid too. I drank the Kool-Aid. I drank the Kool-Aid. You know who else I drank the Kool-Aid with? I don't know if you remember him, but um you remember Mordecai? Nah, I do, <laughs> I do, but I ain't drink the Kool-Aid for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I Mordecai was gonna be fired, dog. <laughs> Mordecai was gonna be fired. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, my son used to come out in the all white, the, the all white drip, the, the white all white drip. White man white. had white everything. Ah man, going yeah, back. He wasn't a scary looking nigga though. I'm looking back, but I didn't see too much of him. But I think more. I do remember Mordecai. He uh, wasn't that good in the ring, uh, but it's... Got hey, shout out Boogeyman. Boogeyman's a fire dude too, man. Boogeyman put on for the for 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 the city, man. He put on for SmackDown. He he was like, oh. for, I never understood how he got that WrestleMania match and how he won that WrestleMania match. Oh, I heard, I think it was Booker T. He was like, when Boogeyman came in, that, that nigga was he wasn't some young nigga like Boogeyman. Nah, was like, Boogeyman. Oh yeah, he was old as shit. I was like, dog, like uh, for you to really just get your your, your break at forty is some 
one is some wild shit, but two is mm-hmm. like kind of inspiring also. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even even I'm if even with a gimmick like that, because he still yeah. if they call him up now, he he still gonna come back and get that check. That's a fact. Put some worms in his mouth. That nigga's bugged out. <laughs> nigga had the worms in his pocket, man. Like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> bro, what is you doing? I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. And I think uh that's where that's where today is so interesting. Whereas it's not so much you need a gimmick today, but you need a personality. Yeah. Like back then it was it was, you know, you need gimmicks, you need, you know, you need to be able to 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 sell something now is can people resonate with you as a person like mm-hmm. whether you're an asshole or whether you are a, a, a great person like can they resonate with that with that kind and I think that's what kind of gets people in trouble whereas that's why you hear oh well they're turning on such and such like you hear with Becky Lynch now like how everybody go, oh they're turning on Becky or you hear rumblings of it now oh they're turning on Rhea and it's like eh, it's not necessarily people are turning it's just like you kind of you kind of get tired of it yeah I, I'm not I'm not turning on Becky Lynch I mean I I'm over her as a champion but that's me as a person I don't like long title reigns in this era. The only person who I who I really fuck with having a long title reign is Brock Lesnar because he's good at what the fuck he does. There is nobody on this planet better than this man. At oh, this, man. We at can this. give Brock Lesnar his flowers right now. I will give Brock his flowers every day. <laughs> every nah, day. I think we did it a few weeks ago, but definitely we got to give Brock his flowers. Man. He deserves it. It's like people after got that, after that Rumble performance, bro. Bro, that Rumble performance is one of the best you've ever seen, if not the best. That was one of my favorite Rumbles in a minute. I wish they would have let him. Really wish they would have let him go longer. I'm not going to lie to you. I really. He, for how long? he was in there for like half the match. Yeah, I think he went like 20. Maybe he was, it looked like he was starting to get winded too. Oh, yeah, he was definitely turning purple. He was definitely turning purple. But the thing about, the thing about Brock is just that. He's so good that people take him for granted, and they let the fact that he wasn't on TV, you know, when he was, you know, when he was champion for 500 some days when he wasn't, you know, on TV that much, they let that sour their opinion up. Right. And I don't understand that because he's literally the only person in this company that can have a good match with anybody. Anybody. He may. People people look at it crazy, but he turned a Kane Velasquez match into something that's like, okay, let me let me see what's going on. He ain't I mean it wasn't it wasn't long, it wasn't nothing spectacular, yeah. but it's the fact that he he got in and something happened to where it's like, damn, I, let me let me see what's going on. Not everybody can do that. It's a fact. Whereas Brock can do that with any person on this planet. And then if he you know, if he respects you, if he likes you, if he fucks with you, it's going to be even more of a banger. I want to go back to what you were saying about um, about having a personality and people yeah. resonating with that. Like, and you brought up Becky Lynch, and I was going to also, but even like when I think it was a couple years ago, before the whole man shit, before when it started, like when she got her shit rocked by Nia Jax, mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, like. I know they about to turn this into some some whole other shit, but like even then, I just I didn't believe it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Becky Lynch doesn't strike me as this badass. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, she's I don't want to like knock her, but it's like I don't I'm not jacking that. You know what I'm saying? I right. can't believe that. You feel me? Even like when she does it, I'm like, bro, like it looks forced to me. It looks forced, you know right? What I'm saying, and that's really why I can't get jiggy with it. Like, yeah. And I think people are, are just starting to see. The, the shit. Either either they just starting to see it or they're getting tired. But even on Monday night, where, where Shorty came out with that Trader Joe bag with fourteen hundred dollars in it. Oh man, she wild for that. Like, come on, how are you gonna put that shit in your pocket, man? She wild for come that. Come on, man. And I think where where it gets exposed with her at, and where it's gonna get even more exposed is when she faces Shayna, because you act hard. Shayna's actually about this fucking life, dog. 
Like Shayna don't need Shayna don't need to talk. Like, and what's crazy about about Shayna is that when she was in um she was in NXT like early on, I noticed her, but I was like, yo, who's this? Who's this bro? I never knew anything about her. But as time went on, you know, she had her reins. I was like, yo, Shayna Baszler is fire. Like she is fire. So now that you know you about, you about to you about to come out there and scrap with Becky, Becky's finna get exposed. Because I personally think that Shayna is a better talker and obviously a better wrestler than Becky is. So it's like you know what you say she's gonna get this, that all that does is excite me because you feel me. I'm not, I was never I was never really on the Becky Lynch chain. I tried to do it. I was really trying to like force myself to do it and I couldn't. So you saying that she's gonna get exposed? Really, I'm just counting the days down. You feel me? this the undisputed hater podcast? You know the vibes. You know what I'm gotta saying? hate. So, I, I can't wait. You know what I'm saying? Come up mm-hmm. off that belt, look like a fool. You know what I'm saying? It's time to get it. If this is how you get exposed, then so be it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Should he be Oscar with a rock bottom? Nigga, I don't even <laughs> jump in the traffic, boy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking yeah, rock bottom. We was watching that. I, we got a Discord for the shots in the Discord. I was like, dog, I was like, Becky Lynch win this match. I'm going to retire from podcasting. Shorty hit a rock bottom at one. I yeah, I turned my lights off. I was, I'm done with this shit. Oh man, a fucking rock bottom, dog. I only well, I can't say I only, but now nah, fuck, I'm gonna say it anyway. I only supported Becky because she really won me uh, 150 dollars at last year's Royal Rumble. Like, I'm, I'm gonna keep it a stat. Like, once she won me that money, I was like, I right, I guess I gotta I gotta rock with you at least until Mania. Go ahead, win your titles, and then go on about your business. You want me 150 bones? 150. I'm like, shit. You good? You good money in my book? And you know what's crazy? So I was about to win the Rumble Pool again this year with fucking uh with Shayna Baszler, but I got hold. I got hold. You know how furious I was. <laughs> it was Shayna. Was, she was. It was the last two. It was her mm-hmm. show. Oh man, you should have went with the queen, my brother. Oh my god, man, that shit had me hot. I was like, yo, I couldn't believe it. Oh, first of all, speaking of queens, we got a queen in the ring right now. Um, on NXT, Bianca Belair just stepped in the ring. Oh, yeah, the match was still going on. That's crazy. Tony walked in the middle of the match. She's setting up the triple threat. She's calling her out. That's what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. (laughs) She's talking crazy. She's talking crazy. This car going crazy right now. That's what I'm, see, that's what I'm talking about. That is what I mean by she has it. She just interrupted a whole match, mm-hmm. gave a promo, got on by her business, dog, and got on by her business. That's yeah, I, don't, I don't know if you'll see me a little bit behind, but if you see what I see, that shit is dope. Why is this Chelsea Green chick in her ass beat again? First of all, where's my man? Where's my man, Michael Bivens? Where's my man? Has he been on TV yet? He hasn't been on TV yet, and it's kind of upsetting me. It's kind of upsetting me and my homegirls. You know, it's it's really it's really upsetting me and my homegirls. He been on a, on like at the live events, all right? That's that's uh, what he's been yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has. Been Malcolm, he, he got to come through to the uh, the Foundation merch also. Oh yeah. You know I, mean? I, I said I want to give the Kevin Hart speech, but I he can get that off too. You feel me? He's, if he can, um, he about to go crazy. Definitely is. Bivens is one of them guys that's really good at the internet too. Bro, he's, he's really good at the internet. Yeah, now nah, that man, he, he does his thing, bro. I can't lie, that that man, he does a really good job at making niggas laugh. Uh, engagement is pretty is really his thing. You know what I'm right. saying? The memes, all that. He, he does a really um, good job. I took that from, I won't say I took it from him, but I kind of, I, I had to learn that for, even with our, our show, you feel me, the podcast, like, you need that internet presence. Yeah. And, uh, you got to engage with people, man. That that's, that shit is really important. Not a lot of you. You definitely do. See, and that's the that's the thing about this whole podcast and internet shit. It's like, before it even popped off, I wanted to do this so long ago. Like way, way before it got hot, way before it got hot. And then when it did get hot, I was like, damn, I don't want to do the shit because it's like everybody. God, oh, you can't, don't ever think like that. Right. 
But now I'm like, fuck it. It's a it's a lane. It's a lane. And it's fun to do. It's fun to do. Oh, 100%. It's fucking Bro, fun. I remember when I started, like, people were saying, oh, there's too many podcasts out. Everybody got a podcast. I was like, not like, I'm not, I can't let that discourage me. You know what I'm saying? Don't even stop me from, I got to at least try. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Just because everybody else got a podcast, I'm, my podcast ain't their podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm talking about a whole different shit. I'm talking about wrestling on my, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. at the time, I, I didn't know if, um, I don't want to say I didn't know if there was a lane for it, but I didn't know how it was going to go. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, this niggas is talking about wrestling. Like, <laughs> right. How many people really going to pop, right? Right. Bro, Thank God for, for black wrestling Twitter, you feel me? Wrestling to the period, you know what I'm saying? Like even though that shit is a cesspool sometimes, it's it's, it's know, definitely a wild. Like um my fiance was asking me, um, oh, when you when you gonna do this, when you gonna when you gonna start one up, when you gonna talk about it, I you know, my friends and family was asking me, I'm like, ah, you know, I'll do it one day, I'll do it one day. So one day I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? Why the fuck not? And the thing about this is like, I just want, you know, I want people like you. I want people like, you know, the folks I've had. I want all my friends on wrestling Twitter. Come through. Let's talk about it. Let's just talk. Let's just talk about it. You can say what you want. You can feel what you want. Because it's like, we need, our, we need our voices. Like we were saying earlier, we need our voices in this community, in this, in this type of, uh, this media so that they understand that, hey, we do watch this. A hundred percent, and like I'm, I'm also glad for even starting the show, starting the podcast, and and just being able to. I, I never met you in real life, but even being able to meet niggas like you and uh and Nelson, Rob, Van, right, Van, like niggas like that through this, you know what I'm saying? That shit is special, man, because we could all help each other out, and and really, you know what I'm saying? Each one, teach one, we we gonna you know, boost each other up. That's that shit is special, man. That's big facts. That's big that shit facts. Is special. I, I remember when um when I started we started back in 2017 and uh we was just starting to get a little buzz. I, I reached out to you. You feel me? I was like, yo, I got to I seen you. Yeah. Check it out. You feel me? And you, you feel me? You held it down, gave me some uh some some advice. All that. He was just like, yo, I'll check it out. I retweeted for you. Held it down. And I like I always remember that. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's one, that's one of the things about me. It's like, yeah, I hate, yeah, I make jokes, yeah, I do this, that, and the third. But anybody that know me is, is I'm I'm big on support. I'm big on support. If I if I rocks with you, I'm always gonna support you no matter what. Like always gonna look out for you, whether it's a, a retweet, whether it's a you know some money, whether it's some advice. I'm always gonna look out because I want people to win. Like that's that's what I want. If if I can help somebody win, I'm I'm good. Like I'm not I'm not all about. I'm not all about me because the universe is going to look out for me. You know, you put good into the universe, the universe is going to look out for you. So you can't, come back. Can't, yeah, you can't just focus on, okay, well, what am I getting out of this? I don't want nothing out of this. I just want to make sure my folks win. If they win, and I'm good. I'm I want to applaud. And when you did that, the thing is, like, you, you ain't know me from a hole in the wall. You feel me? You, you had no clue who I was. Like, I was just reaching out because I saw you was in the wrestling. And you held it down for me, man. So, even to this day, like I think back at it, and I'm like, yo, I, I really appreciate you for doing that. It's not you know a problem, saying? though. Not a problem, man. Not a problem. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell the folks, you know, what you got coming up? Um, you know, personal business, all that, all that good stuff. Oh uh, man, uh, each and every Friday, Black Announce Table, uh, wrestling podcast. Look out for that. Um, we definitely you you know I don't want to spoil it, but you will be on the show. You feel me? Okay. Uh, we got that. I, I don't want to drop too much, but Black Announce Table, look out for that every Friday. Um, you can follow that on Instagram at Black Announce Table, Twitter at Black and NT Table. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sky High Eve and Instagram at Fifty Shades of Leaf, man. I appreciate you for having me, my G. No problem, dog. Anytime, you always welcome back. Come up here, chat it up. Um, this has been a wonderful episode. I'm 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 glad to be back. It feels like all is right in the world again. I'm here talking wrestling with uh with my good people. 
Man, the streets needed it, bro. You was going for a little bit. But I'm back. You know, I had a, I had a back injury, yo. I had a back injury. I was on the shelf, man. A medical ain't clear me. Medical ain't oh, clear me. My my vignettes been airing, man. They was airing the past couple weeks, man. And now I'm back. Look at my son dreaming a fit. This nigga is too wavy, dog. Yeah, nah, my, my boy getting that fit on. You about to go wild. About to go wild out. But um, thank you all for listening. Um, I just want you all to know that this podcast is unofficially sponsored by. Random Acts of Podcast Ski Mask. If you haven't gone to pre-order one, if you haven't gone to order one, go order one now. Go get you a Random Acts of Podcast Ski Mask. They come in a variety of colors. Go get you one. Go get your scamming on. Make sure that happens. I appreciate you all for listening. Um, This is, you know, your Undisputed Hater Podcast, and we out of here.